Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman, and you're listening to Real Estate and You. Or maybe today it should be Your Blog and You. What do you think? That could be the new name for this. I mean, um, who, who cares, really? It's, it's my podcast show, and I'll have whoever I want on here. That's just the way it's going to be, right? So uh, I have a really, really, really fun guest today, a great friend of ours. My, when I say that, my wife and I. Uh, her name is Marissa Banks. I sold her and her husband, Matt. A home, and I'm gonna—I don't even know how long ago that's been. How long is that, Marissa? Four years. Four years ago? Yeah. Wow, that is a lot longer than what I thought it was. So you're living in that house four years? Unbelievable. Time flies. Yes. Well, you have two, you, and you have two two children. Yeah, so that's how I remember because we actually moved in a month before my oldest son was born. Got it. So yes. Some people thought we were crazy to do that, but we're so glad that we did. We thought you were crazy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We didn't tell you to your face, but we did think you were crazy. No, we did not think you were crazy. But you have a four-year-old and an 18-month-old. Yes. Yeah, amazing. I, I, all power to you. And actually, you guys were over at our house not too long ago. We were having, I think, pizza. Um, yeah. And your kids are just awesome. We, we love your you. kids. They're so cute. They're so nice. Um, but the reason I have you on here today has nothing to do with real estate, right? Right. Well, we can tie it back. We can tie it back. We'll do first. We'll do like a full circle. Okay. But the one thing is, you're you're not only just a friend; you're a client. So right. you know that's that's where the, that's where the tie-in is there. So so you uh, started this a blog, and uh, what's the name of the blog? As my tea steeps. As my tea steeps. Now, when I first heard that, I was like, "What in the world does she mean about this?" Right. Tell me what that means. So I found in the evenings, especially over the last year, um, you know, with quarantine at first uh-huh. and then spending more time at home, every night I would find myself making a cup of hot tea to relax and kind of reflect on the day. Mm-hmm. A lot of times my older son and I, um, he would do Play-Doh and I would sit with him and have my tea. And it was always a time that I would just kind of sit and think about our day and um, the highs of the day and the great things that happened. And it would always spark some sort of an idea that I would want to write about. Right, and right, right. a couple of times I would test the waters by posting it to my Instagram or on my Facebook. And those types of vulnerable, thoughtful posts were always the ones that received the most action. So yeah, I thought, yeah. you know, maybe there's something. And I there. remember those, actually. I do. I think I remember some yeah. of those posts because you and I read a lot of, we read each other's posts. I know right. you're, you're one that if a post comes out, I'm definitely reading it. But there's sometimes you just don't have time to read every post. Right. Okay. So, uh, but yours is one that I would definitely would read. So keep going. And, and that became Thank something. You. Yeah, yeah. So there was one night in particular, I was rocking my son to sleep. And I was thinking about all the things that I learned from him that day. You know, a lot of Mm -hmm. times with parenting, we can have the exhausting moments and the tiring moments. And I just try to find the good in everything. And I'm not saying that there aren't, you know, the hard moments too, but I try uh, to find the positivity in things. And I was just thinking about babies and how they just kind of roll with things. You know, they, everything's new to them and do the way that the world has changed in the last year, it's been new for a lot of us. So we're almost experiencing what it's like for small Good children. Point. Good point. I did not think about that until you just said it. That's a great point. We're seeing, because our world is all new. Exactly. And that's yeah. what it is for them. And it's like that every day for them. Right. Yeah. 
Absolutely. the minute they're born. I mean, the yeah. bright lights and the cold air, I mean, that's all brand new. And then they continue to just learn and grow every day. Uh, if you think about when they're learning to walk, you know, they'll fall down and they don't look around <laughs> and say, oh, I give up on this walking uh, thing. They'll keep going. So that concept was in my mind and I just had this feeling I wanted to write about it. And I put the story together and there's a page that I love called Her View from Home. And that is um, a website that writes a lot about motherhood and family. Yeah. They have 1 million followers on Facebook. Wow, so that's huge. I, I just thought I was going to shoot for the moon and, and see what they thought about it. Um, that's huge. I had no idea where and it was And that's what go. you just, that, is that what you were just on? Your first thing exactly. was published on there. Yes. And that was great. That Thank was a you. really good story. You know, it's funny, just to go back to what you said about a kid when they fall down when they're walking. It's interesting, and I've said this many times to people, when do we lose that? Where's that switch? When is that? Where's that switch where we we have that choice to give up? Right. You know, there, there's a that's a choice. Giving up is a choice. It's not something that's that's given to us. It's a choice because we don't know give up until later in life. Yeah, and it's the same concept with just having this sense of wonder and curiosity about the world. Yeah. I mean, I as a child, I can remember I would see airplanes in the sky and I would think. I wonder who's on there and where are they going? I mean, I just constantly had this wonder about the world. And there's this whole little environment that's traveling yes, at the same time, exactly. having coffee, tea, oh, right. tea, they're having tea yes. that's being steeped on the plane. Yes. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's, it's a good, good thoughts. I mean, I, I totally agree. There's kind of things, thoughts that I have sometimes too. So it's, so now it's started. This is, this has began. This is something. So now you're going to, you're going to be coming up with content. Right. Now, do you think it's going to change because now you're going to be forced to come up with content or are you just going to let it happen organically? So that's a good question because I find myself, if I just sit down and I'm staring at a blank computer screen, it's hard to come up with a topic or what right. I want to type about. So I've just made it a point that throughout the day, if something crosses my mind as a good post, I'll um, write in my notes and then continue what I was doing because I think another thing that we're all trying to work on is remaining present at, with where we are. Yeah. So when you're on demand for social media and blogging, it sometimes can pull you away from the present space that you're in. So mm -hmm. I consciously try to always jot down the idea and then revisit it later. So it's not something that I'm, you know, missing out time with my family. And again, I have Got a full-time job. So I try to write on the night, uh, nighttime and the weekends. Yeah. So, so you make a note when it's, it's, it's when it's in that moment, right? When you, when you jot something down that moment, I know that from being a songwriter from years ago, when I used to write songs, if you didn't capture that thought, that idea, that feeling at that moment, and you would think, oh, there's no way I'm going to forget this, you know, right. you will, or you'll lose the, 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 the feeling behind it, you know? Uh, so that's cool. So it's going to be organic and, and you're going to do stuff at night. You know, when the kids are in bed, you then develop the idea that you maybe had that day. Exactly. And you just brought up another great point. Um, one of my goals is to just have a place for this work to live so my children can read it when they get Love older. It. And I don't know if you remember this, but you actually commented one of my Instagram posts and you wrote, um, this will be so great for your kids to read when you're when they're older. Yeah. And that stayed in my mind. I wasn't great at the baby book of tracking, you know, yeah. the date that they started walking or all those kind yeah. of things because we're just living in the moment. People are good at that the first week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After that, it's like, all right, I'm done with this. But I thought if I can leave this gift for my family of mm -hmm. this writing and the things that I see them doing on a daily basis and mm -hmm. um, how I perceive them growing and, and all the special things that are happening with our family, that that's a big driver for me for having this website. Yeah. And it, I would consider it public journaling. Yeah, that's a great If you point. want to look at it that way, it's public journaling. So, you know, to me, what's interesting about that too, what you're going to learn about yourself 
is, and I know this from this old 50-year-old that I am now, is that when you look at things you wrote or said or did 15 years ago, you'll you'll sometimes be like, oh, God, what was I thinking? Right. But sometimes you'll have this really proud moment of, oh, my gosh, 15 years ago, I was already thinking or doing that kind of work. Right. Or I was writing in a certain way that I actually really enjoy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think I think that's good. And I think it is a good thing. We have one thing that we can leave behind besides our children, and, and that's our legacy. And our, our children are our legacies. Mm-hmm. Imagine everything else that you can do to leave behind for the next generation. And that's your legacy. That's who you are. Right. I mean, otherwise you're just a tombstone. You know, it's <laughs> it's really, you know, that's not too much value there in that. Uh, but I think that's awesome. So, so once again, it's called As My Tea Steeps. And it's, you are on Facebook. Is that the only platform you're going to be on? Are you on Instagram with that? So right now I'm on Facebook. I plan on um, going on Instagram. I also was going to do a website, which turned out to be a little bit harder than I thought it was yeah. in my in my free time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Facebook, I know very well, and I was able to put that up when um, my article is about to be published. They reached out to me two weeks ago for a headshot and a website to click cool. through. And at that moment, all I could think to do was find a family photo of myself. So that's all I have for now is a picture uh, but my sister is working on a logo for me. Oh, so nice. Right now, it's just kind of some candid photos on there, but she's going to make a logo. Yeah. And I think um, that's a good idea. It makes it relatable. It also makes it brand. It brands it so people know who you are or whatever. You had said on in, in the information that I asked you to put together for me here, um, with, with COVID, besides, you know, us doing all these different things, you said people need things to be to be able to relate to more. Uh, I thought that was really, really interesting because it's true. We're not able to get together as much or now it's getting better because this thing is starting to fade a little bit. But you said that this is something that somebody can read besides your children later on or besides you that can, they can sit there. Oh my gosh, it's not just me. Right. You know what I mean? I I think it's misery loves company. It's that whole thing. Right. I mean, so tell me more about that. That's, that's something that you feel is important. Well, I think social media sometimes can get a bad rap for the way it can cause people to have FOMO. Like they think Mm -hmm. when they're seeing someone else doing something that they're not doing enough and they should be doing the same things. But um, what I found is it can also be a very powerful way to connect people. I think we're all a lot more alike than we realize. So I Mm -hmm. follow pages um, online that I find relatable that has content that makes me feel good to read. I'm not, you know, feeling sad when I look at it or, Mm -hmm. or watching things. So I wanted to create a space where people could feel like they're sitting with a friend having a cup of tea. That's another component of the name for this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right now I'm at 250 people following my Facebook page and I already had one comment. That's a lot of tea. Yeah. <laughs> Hope everybody's having a warm <laughs> cup right now. And someone commented recently and said that reading one of my posts gave her perspective for that particular day. Mm. And she said, you know, to help her through the storm. And that could kind of have a double meeting because it it was storming that day. It was snowing. Mm -hmm. But she also has two young children. And the fact that she wrote that my post, you know, made her feel better for that day and helped her get through it. That's what it's all about for me. I just, so if 250 people are all I ever have on my page and one person finds that it helps them through the day, that's, that's what matters to me. So that's really the exciting part. We had a response on Facebook. It says, I love your outlook on life. It's Kathleen Hen DeYoung. Oh, that's my aunt. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Oh, there's the Han. I see that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I recognize that name in there. But yeah, that's that's really interesting stuff. And and it is. We we all, you know, I I always say there are books that are written to guide you in parenthood. There are no books written 
to guide you in your parenthood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's, um, there's nothing written on how to raise your children. Right. There's on, there's on children, but every single person's situation is just a little unique, but at the same time we can all relate, you know, cause it's yeah. not easy. Right. It's right. not easy. <laughs> and that's why I think, you know, I've always had that core of curiosity and wonder and optimism, but becoming a mother brought a lot more of that out. And it also made me confident about expressing it because I also realized how many people need that. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's something they're thinking, but they're not sure how to put it into words. And if I can connect people that way, um, you know, it just really means a lot to me. Yeah, it's cool. And I got to tell you, mom's are amazing. I don't think I ever realized how amazing a mom is right. until now, uh, being a father. Dads are great, but we're not near what moms are. <laughs> I mean, you guys take care of juggling everything. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for Jess, my kids would be in no sports. They would have no activities. <laughs> They'd never go sledding. They know, you know what I mean? It, they do so much because of mommy. One of the other things I want to talk about, the inspiration for this. I mean, you said you just started looking around and seeing things and you would like think of things and you'd write little posts down. What takes it from that to actually saying, I'm going to put this out to the world. Right. I mean, that's, that's a different step. Yeah. Cause I, now you're responsible for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and it's funny because I'm finding myself, I'm getting thicker skin, but it was very mm-hmm. hard in the beginning. I actually would post something sometimes and even take it down. If I got a little bit yeah. nervous about how open it was, or maybe I was sharing feelings, you know, Matt is such a great sport. I'll go to him and say, you know what I was thinking? And oftentimes that's something I'll end up putting into a blog. Right, so, right. You know, sometimes we have this joke where I'll say, you know what I've been thinking? And he'll kind of pause and say, is this going on a blog? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but I'm just, I'm constantly, you know, just having feelings and thoughts that I want to write down and I'll find if I feel like something flows the right way and I think people can relate to it, I'll try to share it. And yeah. I'm getting better at uh, not being so concerned. I Before I launched some of the posts, I was speaking with one of my aunts and she said, I love logging on Facebook and reading what you write and seeing the boys. Why don't you share more? And I said, oh, I don't know. I get, I get nervous sometimes. What if people don't like what I'm writing? Yeah. Well, then they she, can they can disconnect. Well, she said the most simple response that I will remember for the rest of my life, which was, huh, that's their problem, not yours. <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's true. so simple. So but true. But I never thought of that. I just always was the type of person that thought, okay, if 100 people are looking at this and you know, if only 99 people like it, that one person, oh, maybe I shouldn't have written it. And I've thrown that thought process out the window. And I thought if I'm writing things and it resonates with people, I'll just keep going. And then the people that want to be there will Stay. read it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're going to find out you're, you're going to have a certain crowd. And no matter, no matter how vanilla you can make something, uh, this is the thing that, that people sometimes will do too, is they water it down to the point where it's very vanilla, very generic. And then it has no character anymore. Right. So be true. Yes. Be true to yourself. Be real. And you're going to have people that are going to argue with you. You're going to have people that are going to disagree with you and what you're saying. But that's okay. They can choose to not read it and not look at it. Exactly. And there's uh, recently been this topic of social media robots that people have tried so hard to paint this, um, you know, perfect picture. And they just come across as robotic. And the more vulnerable and authentic we can be, the more people are going to connect with that. Absolutely. Cause we're not perfect. So you know what, believe it or not, we're at 15 minutes already. So oh, wow. yeah. So we're going to, we're going to wrap this up. I just want to ask you, is there anything that you wanted to, you thought, you know, I definitely want to make sure I say this, or do you think we covered pretty much everything that you wanted to say? 
I would just say thanks so much for having me on here today. Thanks to all my friends and family for supporting this. I'm looking forward to, you know, continuing to connect and, uh, you know, help people with these topics. Cool. Very cool. And I appreciate you coming on here. At least you you didn't giggle too much. All your friends said you were just going to giggle the whole time. And there's nothing wrong with giggling, just so you know. (laughs) Nothing wrong with laughing and giggling. I think it's actually very healthy. So thanks for being on. And I wish you best of luck with your blog. Thank you so much, Brad. You're welcome. Well, there you have it. Marissa Banks talking about her blog that has nothing to do with real estate, but that's okay because it's my podcast and I can do what I want to. All right. So thanks so much. Uh, See you soon. Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.